0: Welcome to Get Off the Mic, a hockey podcast by hockey nerds for hockey nerds, brought to you by the writers from getofftheice.com.
1: Mornings are good and good mornings around, but we're starting a bit later today. Five out of the five gaudy podcast staff got in one last night. We're in no mental state to be doing this today, but we're here. We're going to talk about some good content. A lot of hockey stuff happened. We're going to focus up as best we can. Today's intros are going to be short and brief. The man with joining us today, the man with the infectious laugh. He likes to drink in the park with friends as well as by the fire. He likes to sit on the bench and watch the f- birds fly by, but he also doesn't do jokes on any days of the week. Steve, the <laughs> former and future Ottawa resident, the no fun spawn killing player in COD, and the man who I ran in beer pong one time, Mac. We're on the same wavelength for a lot of the podcasts, but he wins trivia every single time and has to be cheating. The guy who would rather watch his 17th favorite NFL team, the Atlanta Falcons, play than be focused on the podcast with us, Keith. <laughs> oh boy. So my question to you guys, the opening question, if the Tampa Bay Lightning win the Stanley Cup and get to drink out of Lord Stanley, who's picking up that cup first? Is it the captain Steven Stamkos who has not played a game these playoffs or is it victor hedman what do we think
0: well isn't it given to the captain
1: yeah but he technically hasn't played a game so who Wait, is this it? like who first pick it to pick first? up the
0: puck or first to yeah, no, who would, who, like- would pick,
1: who would pick up the cup first on the ice and decide like like and like, you know like who would just be i don't know like i just thought of drinking out of the cup is like always a big thing but who would but then i just thought who would pick up the cup first
0: I think it's got to be Stamkos, but he's going to pull the Joe Sakic to Ray Bork move and just hand it off right away to Hedman. Not celebrating at first, just like, here you go, buddy. Are you implying that Hedman's retiring after this year? I certainly oh my God. am. You <laughs> call calling it now. Damn, you heard it here for, first, folks. I think it'll probably be Hedman passing it to Stamkos. Unless Stamkos is playing, in which case it's obviously Stamkos. Steve? Yeah, yeah I, I agree with Mac.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a good opening question. Just wanted to get people's opinions. It's mixed. Nobody really knows, because Stampos was looking for that cup for however many years now. Long time. And he might not even play a game. And he might... Would his name go on the cup? I don't think so. <laughs> yes. It would It He's been playing enough in the regular season to count it. Oh, okay. And he's also right. the captain. Also that. I thought it was you had to play a certain amount of playoff games. Okay. No, it's regular season or playoffs. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. That's the opening question. That's the intro. I'm going to mute
0: myself, because we're going to be slow today. So, Mac... By all means. Yeah, thanks for that mediocre intro, Aaron. Um, today is September 20th. It's Sunday. As Aaron mentioned, we are recording a little later than usual. I was going to be coy about why we are, but I guess we're just having that out in the open. Uh, we've, already t- <laughs> we've already taken care of the opening questions. so let's just dive right on into hockey news. Guys, the Stanley Cup final, Aaron teased it a little. Last night was game one. Dallas took it 4-1 to one in fairly convincing fashion. They kind of bullied Tampa Bay through the first two periods. And then they tried to play some other in defense, and Tampa was like, no, how about not? But, but Anton Hudobin was like, how about no to your how about no? How do we, why is Dallas defined the odds? Because quite frankly, I didn't even have them getting past Calgary, let alone Colorado and Vegas, and now taking a seriously lead against Tampa. Keith, Keith what's, what's going on? Yeah, like you said, Dallas has just given us every single reason we could hope for to believe in them, and everyone's still picking against them. So I think they are 100% riding this underdog mentality, and I think they are going to give Tampa all kinds of trouble this series. Yeah, yeah. No, I certainly agree with the underdog mentality. And Keith, or sorry, Steve, let's switch it up this time. <laughs> um, like, what is the role do you think that they like heavy hitting is going to be playing? Because Tampa is, like, they did beef up a little at the deadline, but they still aren't really a physical match for Dallas. I don't think it's going to play as much of a role as it would have played last year, just because you did see Tampa get swept last year by a heavy-hidden Columbus team and then go on and beat that same team this year. Of course, Columbus had less firepower, but they are more ready for that. I still give the edge to, to Tampa, but, I mean, 4-1 last night. Yeah, it's surprising, and Dallas is doing this with basically Sagan as a non-factor, and he's obviously playing through something. um, But he's got two goals in the playoffs, like since, like since he's been in the bubble. Aaron, who is key to Dallas kind of sticking on here and holding their series lead?
1: It's the defense band Heiskanen. That guy has been a stud all playoffs. Like huge reason as to why they are where they are jamie ben the leadership there has to be a factor but i don't even think it's that i think it's the fact of it was teased before what they didn't really beef up at the deadline the the thing is they went out and they got some veteran players like joe pavelski in the offseason the funny thing was there was a, a tweet the other day where he only visited two places in free agency one was dallas one was tampa bay so it's like this guy had a crystal ball of what was coming in the future but they got that veteran leadership, and I think that's the biggest thing for them. They have guys that have been there before. They went out and they got Corey Perry, Stanley Cup champion. They got Joe Pavelski, who's also lost a handful of times. They got experienced players in their lineup that they brought in that are willing to do whatever it takes to win. So I think that's the biggest deciding factor. It's not just one player to me. It's the committee that they brought in around the the stars, like you said, to support Sagan, support Ben, support Radulov, which they didn't have before.
0: And we can't overlook how outstanding Kodobin has been since, I think like halfway through the Western Conference Finals, I saw a stat that his save percentage is something absurd, like 960. Yep, you're right about that. don't forget about uh, Vinny Ranta. Kivi. Kivi Ranta. Yoel, Kivi Ranta.
1: He scored last night. In the classic Anton Kodobin video. We're not going
0: home. Well, I'm sure everyone saw that after the game. He's like, you know, when we were standing at center ice and the Stanley Cup was there, I was like, why don't we just steal it and run? <laughs> <laughs> no, that guy's—he's—he's he's just a better version of uh, what we all wanted. What was his name? Oh, That's who, no. No, no, um, Brizgalov. Brizgalov. Thanks, Keith. He's just okay. a better version of Brizgalov. I like it. You're only scared of bear. <laughs> bear not on ice. Bear in forest. Why are you mad? It's only game. <laughs> I have good news and bad news. Good news, I brought my thermos. Or no. Oh, I oh, threw Matt. that oh. one. Uh, all right, let's move on. Um, <laughs> so now that we're kind of coming towards the end of this playoffs, do we think that there should be an amendment to our normal playoff format um, that either takes homage from this one, or has that just enlightened us to you know a different way of doing it? Uh, To kind of like give you guys an example, I don't think there should be an expanded playoffs. I'm still down for eight teams in each conference, but I think they need to go back to reseeding, and I think it needs to be going back to the conference seeding. So none of this Atlantic Division, Metro Division, play within each other stuff. I think you can have the division winners as one, two, and then beyond that, just seed them. That's what I think they should kind of take from this. Steve is there anything that you think that they can incorporate from this very weird playoff format into our regular one? Oh, you know, I do kind of like the idea of back to backs. I know we talked about this last night about there being a back to back in the Stanley cup uh, final, but it does make things more excited and more, I don't know how to, how to say it exactly, but you have to use your backup most likely and you have to be more strategic yeah, strategic with what you're actually uh, with how you're playing everybody on those back to backs. I do like that. Yeah, I actually I didn't. I think if you had told me that like two months ago, I would have said you're stupid. But I totally agree mm-hmm. with you now. Like, and especially it kind of gives an advantage to teams that, or GMs, I suppose, that have actually done like full scale, top to bottom, proper team building. So like a team like Toronto who had no backup prior to Jack Campbell you would get penalized for not having a backup because you either have a very tired starter on the second half of back-to-back or you'd have to go with a guy who's basically a sieve. Um, so I, yeah, there's definitely strategy and there's payoff in having a back-to-back. Uh, Aaron, anything you would take from this playoff format? Just anything
1: where it's not the same teams in each division playing each other each time. Maybe do like, the, I, I don't even know. But yeah, the reseeding is a good idea. I like that. There's nothing else really that is a huge difference to me the playoff format wise. I just like the reseeding aspect of it.
0: And Keith? I am gonna go a little counter here. I kinda liked the mini play in series right before. Give some of those teams that say maybe had a huge push at the end but didn't quite make it a chance to make it in, or vice versa, a team that's falling off towards the playoffs, they might not even get their chance. I kinda like that. Yeah, kinda like a seven versus ten, eight versus nine type of deal. Three game yeah. series right before First nine four. Yeah, I, you know what? I could be, I could be amenable to that. Um, it definitely increases playoff revenue, which you know they'll desperately need. Uh, and yeah, I mean, what was nothing was quite as fun thus far in the playoffs, personally for me, than that one day. I think it was the Friday of the play-in series when all six games were elimination games, and it happened that five of them actually did get eliminated, and then the least pulled off that three-goal comeback in like two minutes or something. But nevertheless, yeah, that is uh, that's kind of our wrap on everything pre Stanley Cup final. But uh, now, as we were kind of made aware of with the Kapanen trade, teams can trade. I actually I forgot to mention that when we when we talked about Kapanen. I had no idea that teams could trade. But uh, they've started wheeling and dealing. Most notably, guys Eric Stahl, longtime Minnesota before longtime Ranger before longtime Carolina, he, he got traded to Buffalo. So Steve. Yes. Why wasn't Buffalo on Eric Stahl's no-trade list? Honestly, it must have just been a, uh, one massive mistake. Because there's no way you don't put Buffalo on your no-trade list, especially after these few years. Honestly, he also kind of just seemed shocked by the whole thing. So he might have just forgotten. I, yeah. I, I don't know. In his uh, like first interview with like Buffalo Media, he kind of looked like how Connor McDavid did when he found out Edmonton won the draft lottery. There you mm-hmm. go, Aaron. But, um, I have a theory that Eric Stahl, when he was, like, writing his No Trade list, was watching The Avengers, and he was like, wow, Mark Ruffalo's so good. So he accidentally wrote Mark Ruffalo instead of Buffalo.
1: Yeah, Mark Ruffalo!
0: huh And then the team was like, oh, he wrote Mark Ruffalo. And then they're like, oh, wait, nah, let's use this. Anyway, that's my comedy bit for the day. Um, <laughs> just as kind of a panel, did Buffalo win a trade? I think they did. Like, I... I hadn't heard much about Johansson, but then when I started looking into all these articles and pieces about the trade, I just don't understand why Minnesota would take him on for just any reason. It doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Yeah, it, it's almost reminiscent of like that article that came out about Paul Fenton from uh, Michael Russo, but specifically the part where he talks about how they traded for Victor Rask without any of the scouts having gone to see Victor Rask, and they had just... They gave him for uh, their former fifth overall pick, Niederreiter. What? Is it just, Aaron, is it is it just tradition for new Minnesota GMs to do something stupid in the first little bit of their tenure?
1: I think it's just them wanting to shake up what they have and make an impact the best way they can, but it's not the best way they can. It, it's just, what's the word I'm looking for here? Stupid. Yeah, there you go. It's stupidity to just jump in and try and want to make a difference or an impact right away when it's probably better to assess your team first. But I like the stall trade because they lose what 1.5 million in cap space, Buffalo, because uh, Johans being like four or something, Stall's being three point two veteran leadership. Buffalo wasn't a bad team last year. Like nobody wants to go to Buffalo. No offense to the people of Buffalo, but nobody Full wants offense to to the people of Buffalo. <laughs> Little offense, but the thing is. <laughs> Nobody the thing is Buffalo isn't a bad team. They weren't far off. They're just missing a few pieces. I think Stahl with his leadership and his his experience in the league and he's still a good player. he that he can definitely bring something to the Buffalo lineup and kind of maybe help guide Eichel in a way and just be a different kind of second sec, he he would be the perfect second line center to something that they haven't had because they've been relying on the younger guys like Casey Middlestad and uh, I don't even know who else they had.
0: Yeah, uh, K- uh, Casey Middlestadt.
1: Casey Middlestadt, and then they had O'Reilly for a couple of years with that, and they were just like, "No, we don't want to pay you." So I think yeah. stall for to try it, try it for a year because Buffalo's not on Buffalo's not far off being a playoff team in my opinion. They have great pieces, and it's just like this is another small ad. That, that's me.
0: Yeah, no, they are definitely. Um... Whoa, Steve, you messaged our group yeah. chat. What's going on? So. Who was it? Uh, Elliot Friedman just tweeted about an hour ago that it looks like Jimmy Howard is probably not going to continue with the Red Wings, but has squashed rumors that he's retiring. That's almost word for word. Um, So it looks like Jimmy Howard will not be a Detroit Red Wing next year, but will be on a different team. That move kind of confuses me from Howard's part because the goalie market this offseason is pretty deep. So it's not like he's going to have a ton of suitors. Howard hasn't been great lately.
1: I am scared for Edmonton now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ken Holland. He's got rose-colored glasses for his exes.
1: Kenny Holland's going to look at this guy and be like, "Oh, oh, six million. Let's do it.
0: Wait, wait, wait until he gives up a second-round pick for Justin mm. um, not the That's not the biggest news, but it is, it is certainly news, and uh, it was honestly just exciting that there was something breaking during the show, no matter how small it was. <laughs> um, uh, a couple of the other trades that we'll, go, that we'll talk about before, obviously the big news that I'm sure everyone's waiting for us to discuss. A couple teams not mm. using their cap space all too wisely, in my opinion. Montreal picks up Joel Edmondson, but then signs him to four years at three point two. I think that was the contract. I could be wrong. On yeah. That. Um, and then Minnesota picks up Bugstad's cap hit for nothing. They're fine deals, I suppose. I mean, Edmondson was one of the worst defensemen last year, but I mean, he's also had a history of being like fine as a fifth, so that's that's okay. But like Montreal has so much cap space, and like I can understand getting Allen as your insurance policy on price but now you're just like wasting your money you've just wasted almost eight million dollars on Edmondson and uh and Allen in a year when free agents are going to be forced to take less like couldn't they have made a very uh compelling offer to haul for that like I don't know I just don't get it what do you get Keith I mean why are they just wasting are they just making trades to make trades I think that's kind of it I feel like Montreal is one of those teams that they get peer pressured by their fan base a little bit. And when the team in the front office is inactive, they kind of feel the heat. So they are probably looking at these moves. What can we get done right now? What can we lock up? And they just did not make smart moves here. Like, as you said, $8 million is an elite player. Like, why would you put it in these two players who are not going to impact winning that much? Yeah, I don't know. I just don't get it. Steve? Like... First of all, $5 million for a backup goaltender. So So can I give just a wee bit of rationale to why I feel like I can justify the trade? Steve. No. Go for it. Steve, what's the nicest car you've ever wanted? What's the nicest car? Ferrari. Okay, Steve, you just bought a Ferrari, right? Congrats. Congratulations, Steve. What color is it? I don't care. So you have this for... Oh, God. (laughs) Well, good (laughs) thing you said that because you can get scratches on it. You could put dents in it. Who knows? Someone could just, someone could yell during the podcast, but also someone could take a crowbar and smash your windows in. Who knows? But you know what would help preventing that? Are you going to smash my windows in? I might do it just to make the point. You would want a good insurance policy. Now, would you want to just pay like 10 bucks for your insurance policy? One that won't actually cover you on anything. Or since you have the budget, to get a really good insurance policy that'll make sure to take care of your car if something were to happen, wouldn't you want to pay for that, Steve? Wouldn't you want to pay for Jake Allen insurance policy? No. Nope. Okay, that was my no. that was my pitch. I yeah, but these are these are two different things because Jake Allen is not an insurance policy. Jake Allen is another car. Uh, he, I would argue, he is an insurance policy, but that insurance policy is just the value of another car. <laughs> But yeah, I I can see the rationale for the Jake Allen trade, but yeah, it really seems like people are, or these two teams are kind of just spinning their wheels, spending money to spend money, which we know, uh, Minnesota did back in 2012, 13, which, you know, contributed to a lockout. So thank you for that, Minnesota. Now to the big news, gentlemen, Petrangelo is likely going to hit free agency talks with him and, uh. St. Louis general manager Doug Armstrong. They broke off a couple of days ago. This was reported by Jeremy Rutherford from The Athletic. He actually then did a like a one-on-one interview with Petrangelo, which confirmed a lot of these, which included the fact that he's looking like he's going to be going to free agency. Now, he said he's not going to shut the door on the Blues. That doesn't, like him just hitting the the open market doesn't mean that he can't go back. But he did say that basically... It could be in both parties' interest to see what's out there. Now, what he refused to confirm, which, to be honest, is kind of fair, uh, is the reasons for talks breaking off. What has been speculated is that he was offered 7.7 7. <laughs> average annual value, which is you know, a good amount below market value. But maybe the biggest issue with it all is that, reportedly, they did not want to tell him how the contract was built be that how the bonuses were laid out, um, how much in bonuses, which how many years he's getting paid, whether there's a modified no-trade clause. They basically told him, hey, on average, you'll get $7.7 million a year. Do you want to sign? And then he's like, wait, what? If this is true, I mean, this is just bad practice, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that a, do, do you want us to talk about more about that? No, but I just wanted to put that out there. They suck. But what? What's your what is your guys' read? Okay. 7.7. 7. Petro was also said that he understands that he'll likely have to take below market value. I would say his market value is like Yossi money. Um and apparently his camp has come in at just a hair over that. I think Yossi makes nine point two. I think Petro's camp came in at nine point three when they were discussing with the blues. So, I mean, where do we think Petro goes? And I'll I'll give you guys a sec because I saw something online that I think I may ascribe to. Uh, yeah. Greg Washinsky from ESPN uh, said that he thinks that this move by Petro is one of the most transparent attempts by a player and their agent to put external pressure on a team to force a, a deal to happen. I don't fully think he's wrong. I think Petro could just be putting pressure on St. Louis to try and force a deal with St. Louis. Keith, am I crazy? I I think, yeah, that is a very valid theory that he is just trying to make the Blues up their talks a little bit. But ultimately, what I think is going to happen is is he's going to sign with the Blues for below $9 million. Because I think he's going to be wanting to go to a team that's a contender. But all the contenders who need a 30-year-old defenseman aren't going to be able to give him the term and the amount he wants. So I think he's going to go back to the Blues at a lesser amount when he realizes what he wants just isn't out there this year. Yeah, Aaron, do you, do you think something of the same? Or is there um, or is there just no credence to this and he's going elsewhere?
1: Well, like it's all, it's obvious he wants to stay in St. Louis. It reminds me a lot of the Stamco situation a few years ago. Very similar. I think one team to think about would be Winnipeg. I would love to see Petro in Winnipeg just because they lost Big Buff, they lost Truva, they lost Myers. Trade him away. They have Pionk on the right side. He's good. He's not He's not that number one. They need another huge right-hand shot defenseman, and they have a ton of cap this offseason. A ton. So I could definitely see Winnipeg making a splash for him for sure. I would. I think that's something to watch out for.
0: Man, they got 15 million. Oh, they have a lot of people to sign. <laughs> Holy! But it's all depth. There's also yeah. talks that Line A might not stay. Not too.
1: And if you trade Line A and you get something else, like some depth guys and a couple of picks,
0: I actually think that could really work, Aaron. But yeah, I mean, I I do think Petro's kind of playing it up. I, he could go elsewhere, but I, I'm I'm with Keith that I think he's likely gonna stay. Steve, do you kind of differ on that? I do. I don't think he's gonna stay. Um, like Is I, it's just your hope. I've looked at talking? the Blues. No, I think if he leaves, he probably leaves for Vegas, unfortunately, which it would be oh tough God. for them for signing. But I think they could like trade somebody. <laughs> Marc-Andre Fleury. I know It's not that easy. But yeah, exactly. And then you have like $13 million in cap space almost. I just don't think that the Blues can afford him. They have $5 million in cap space right now. They have Troy Brouwer as a UFA, so he might not come back. And then they have Vince Dunn as an RFA. And on top of that, they'll still have to trade somebody to afford them. Is that Pareco? Is that Falk? Huh. Is no that one's like, like nope. no, not for 6.5 million till past what cap friendly shows. Raw,
1: well, the question. I have a question for you, Steve. Yeah. Vegas is sitting at like just over 4 million in cap space, I think. Uh, 4.9. Okay. That's without them re- annou- officially announcing the Leonard re signing. So essentially yeah, they have no, cap yeah.
0: no, but like for Vegas, it's you trade Flurry. Mm. There's teams that will take Flurry.
1: So you're saying trade Flurry and bring in Petro.
0: Yeah. Okay. See, the thing, the thing with like... That's the, a scary the defense. Vegas, the thing with the Vegas kind of cap issues is that basically to sign Petro, everyone's going to have to trade something, right? Like no one yes. can really just make it work on just off the rip. Yeah, Ottawa's going to have to trade Eugene Melnick. Yep, yep. <laughs> we'll get my hopes so. up. No. No, he wouldn't go to Ottawa. But, um, I mean, I could also see him being a fit in Vancouver. Um, but they also have no cap space or they have impending cap troubles coming. So it could be interesting. So before we move on to our final or to our next segment on our final one, let's Can get your guys... Exactly real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I think with... The cap troubles that all the teams you just mentioned have. He's gonna stay in St. Louis. It's gonna work out that he realizes he can't get the money he wants this year, partially because of the pandemic, and he's just gonna sign and stay where he has been for the past however many years. You know, I actually have a different option. And this what is, is a team that has the caps cap space to sign him to Don't like Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Like a McDavid deal or something. The Detroit Red Wings have $34 million in cap space. <laughs> All right, so Steve is off the podcast. All right, Steve's officially been muted. So now we are in some nice blitz. Bliss. sorry. All right, Steve, you're unmuted. Um, so just before we move on, let's look at the top four, or just four of the top uh, free agents. I'll quickly run through them or run them through you guys, and you guys say where you think they're going, um, and if you want, you can say whatever... Contract you think they'll have since we know what Keith thinks about Petro. Keith, where is Petro going? He is going to St. Louis. And do you have a contract guess? Or I think he's gonna do a bridge type deal, uh, two years, seven million per year. Interesting, yeah. Wait out the flat cap and then cash in a second time, exactly. And that'll be his likely last big contract, Steve Petro Angelo. Where's he going? Full send. Toronto Maple Leafs, $2 million contract, one year. Stop. Steve's muted again. Steve, <laughs> where is Petro going? Leafs or Vegas? Any idea on a, on a cap, you think? Probably around eight, eight, five. Okay. Aaron, Petro? Uh, I'm
1: sticking with Winnipeg. No, no, I'd say like eight, eight and a half.
0: Yeah. And I'm going uh, St. Louis, eight and a half. Keith, Taylor Hall. Oh, this one. I don't know. Um, I think he's going to try to move to a contender and maybe do a similar type of bridge deal to Petrangelo. I'm going to actually take a page out of Aaron's book and go Winnipeg, one year, $7 million. Wow. That's a, that's a guess. I like that. Steve, Paul? As much as I hate this, I think it's also going to be a bridge deal. I think it's one year, $6 million, Boston Bruins. Boston Bruins load up for their supposed last run with their core. Aaron, Taylor Hall, where's he go?
1: Well, I'm glad you asked because Edmonton Oilers have about 10 million in cap space and it's like almost like they drafted him, but.
0: (laughs) And ruined a relationship. (laughs) I'm sorry, but if you think Taylor Hall's (laughs) going back to Edmonton.
1: Say it, Steve. Say it. If I think what, 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 what? What do I think?
0: If you think that he's going back to Edmonton, you're delusional.
1: You're delusional. Because I think he's going yes, to the I, am. I think he's going to the New York Rangers on a one year deal.
0: Oh, that'd be a good choice. Wow. And um, I think with some wheeling and dealing, we'll see Taylor Hall on a multi year deal alongside Sidney Crosby and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I like that. Tory that Krug. Is. Tory Krug, we got two more before we move on. Let's let's do these quick hits. Keith, Tori Krug, where's he going? Oh god, skip me. One sec, I have to think. All right, Steve, Torrey Krug, where's he going? Skip me. <laughs> Aaron, Tory Krug, where's he going?
1: He's going home, Detroit Red Wings. He's from Michigan, went to Michigan State. He's going home, they have a ton of cap space. E D. Okay,
0: I'm you going Torrey Krug, Edmonton, two-year deal, eight million. Okay. I I'm going Torrey Krug, Vancouver. Keith, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm also going Tory Krug in Vancouver. I think that's a good fit. Last one, we had to add a, add a goalie into this. So, guys, Anton Hudobin, the playoff yeah. king himself. Where? I think Dallas does whatever they can to keep him, regardless of how this final turns out from here on. I agree.
1: I believe he is going to AK Bars of the KHL. He is going back home. <laughs>
0: That's silly. He's going to get a multi-million dollar deal and disappoint with the Calgary Flames. That's where he's going. All right. And with that, uh, we will move on from Hockey News. All right. Welcome back. We will be moving on to the next segment. But before we do, I just want to send a plea out to the listeners. One of our gaudy staff members wants to learn how to make fancy coffees. (laughs) If you have any tips, please email us at info.getofftheice at gmail.com. This is a desperate plea, and it may or may not be Steven. It is me. I'm also looking for a rice cooker. Help, help. (laughs) All right. Now we are both a podcast and Facebook marketplace. All right. Uh, Moving on to our segment. We've done this segment before. I forget what we named it, but it was something long and very descriptive. Um, So for right now, I think we've named it that segment where we draft our teams by picking teams to draft from. Very clear. Uh, We did this during the live episode. It was with myself, Keith, and Steve. Basically, how this is going to work. I handily won. Yes, Steve actually did handily won. Damn shame. How this is going to work is we all have to fill out a team an NHL team, sorry, of two lines, two forward lines, two defensive lines, and one goalie. Now, how this will work is we're going to do a random draw for order. So whoever goes first, for instance, let's say it's Keith. Keith is going first. He says, I want to draft from the Tampa Bay Lightning. We're like, okay, Keith, you can do that. So Keith gets to pick first from the Tampa Bay Lightning. So he picks whoever he wants, Brayden Point, Nikita Kucherov, whatever you want. Then the next person in line, let's say it was Steve, gets to pick second for Tampa Bay. Let's say it's me third, I would pick third, Aaron fourth. Then in the next round, Steve would move on to the next team. Uh, he would get to be first. He would get to pick which team he gets to choose from. He would pick first, I second, Aaron third, Keith fourth, so on and so forth until we have our full team. We aren't allowed to ask what anyone else's teams look like until the end, but we can ask what positions they have left. We are enforcing center and wings, but we're not enforcing like between left wing and right wing. Same on defense. Doesn't matter if they're left, right defense, or sorry, left defense or right defense. Up to you. Don't really care. Are sorry, we goalies again? One goalie. One goalie. Okay. Yep. So two, so four wingers, two centers, six or four defensemen, and uh, one goalie. Without further ado, guys, I have randomly just I I just I have a number between one and ten. I'll go last, just because I'm host. But I'm fine with that. So you guys pick whoever's closest or gets it. We'll, we'll go. And then we'll go from uh, by whoever's next closest will be second. So Keith, four? pick a number. Four. Keith picks four. Steve? Seven. Aaron? Ten. All right. Somehow Keith won it. Uh, I was one. Um, <sighs> so Keith is... Actually, we're doing it basically in the order of the example, except me and Aaron are switched. So let me just quickly write down the order. It is Keith, then Steve then Aaron, and then Mac. If you have any questions during this, don't ask them. Just grin and bear it. <laughs> Keith, what team would you like to draft from first? Alright, well we're going to go nice and low-hanging fruit here. I'm taking Edmonton and McDavid. Alright. Oh, this sucks. <laughs> um, are, uh, we, are we considering Dreisaitl a center or a winger? Aaron, you're the expert.
1: Mm, center, probably. Okay, I'm taking Dreisaitl.
0: Okay, Aaron. Uh,
1: I'm gonna go. This is wait. So it's two forward lines, two defense lines, and One then goalie. a goalie. Yeah,
0: and the forward lines have to be separated by left wing, center, right wing. Uh, not left wing and right wing, just center and wings. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go Ethan Bear.
0: Interesting. I feel like Aaron's gonna have the best hipster team. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Nugent Hopkins. Thank you for that. I was worried. Um, so, Steve, you start now, and Keith is going to pick last. Which team would you like to pick from? Remember, he has McDavid, so we got to go out of our way to screw him. Well, I already do, but yeah. What? Uh, I on. just I, I try and make life difficult for Keith all the time. Can confirm. You- I thought there was some nefarious action going on there. Steve, what team are you picking? You know, I am going to go with the Vancouver Canucks, and I'm going to take Pedersen. Aaron, you get to pick next.
1: From Vancouver? Um yep. Quinn Hughes.
0: Good choice. I'll take Brock Besser. Ooh, you guys are not making it easy on me. Um, hmm. I think I'm going to start off my defense with Tyler Myers. Wow. Interesting. I would have thought about I would have thought about uh, Markstrom there actually. I did, yeah. I did, but you know what? Give me that six eight monster of a human. That's true. <laughs> You're going to have a big defense. If anyone even comes close to McDavid, he's going to beat him up. All mm-hmm. right, Ern, you pick the team, and you pick first from that team. Remember, we are trying to screw Keith. So pick a team Buffalo
1: Sabers, Jack Eichel.
0: Oh wow. God. Okay, I'll take Darlene then. Oh no. Okay. Um. We did just talk about, is Stahl eligible for this? Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I am going to pick up Stahl here for my second line center. Okay. I'll take Jeff Skinner. Jeff,
1: wow, Jeff. I'm really disappointed in you all. What? Nobody took Curtis
0: Lazar. <laughs> uh, I mean, that is literally on Keith to do. Yeah, and it was I, your draft. I deliberately did not do that. Yeah, I made that choice. Yeah, but no,
1: nobody took Risto, which I'm surprised at. Just saying,
0: he's not that good. The Risto, but line I mean, is like, like unequivocally bad, in my opinion. Anyway, um, I will uh, draft from the Los Angeles Kings, and I will take Anze Kopitar. Is it me up next? Yes, Keith, it is you. Well, I'm going to keep adding to my defensive core with Dowdy. Damn it! <laughs> yeah. At least Dowdy's like not too good. But Who else do it. they have? Uh, they have Jonathan Quick if you'd like. No. Also, God, for I the record, at- no, no. Um, should we allow people to look at the teams? Nah, nah, just for fun. Who do they have? And just for the listeners at home, and also to give T. Key or Steve a little bit of time, um, we are not incorporating cap hit. We don't we care. So yeah, we don't care. Um, New Audi slogan: We do not care.
1: I actually, I actually
0: can't think of anybody that they have. Uh, Jeff Carter. That's actually uh, who I was trying to think of. Jeff Carter. Okay. And Aaron. It's on me. Yeah. Uh,
1: he's a winger, right? He's a uh, center. Yeah. I'll go. Oh, he would be a center. Would oh, you God. count Kempe as a winger? Yes. I'll do Kempe. All
0: right. All righty. Keith, second round. All right. Adding to my first line with McDavid, we're going with Washington, and I'm going with Obie. Oh God! I'm laughing. I'll take uh, Kuznetsov to center, isn't he? Yeah, uh, that's take- what I'm looking at too. <laughs> all right. Yeah, you know Steve. what? I'm taking Holtby. Steve taking Holtby. All right. Aaron. Uh, I'll go. John Carlson. Oh, mm, I don't know nice why. Choice. I was just like, why? Why wouldn't you take him? Um, who's left? Backstrom, Backstrom. Kuznetsov. Bad, but I have all my centers are taken. I can't. I can't take a center. Take a defenseman. No, Radko (laughs)
1: Gudis. He's still there. Ilya Samsonov. Uh,
0: I'll I'll take I'll take T.J. Oshie. That's not a bad choice. Didn't want Ilya Kovalchuk. That's disrespectful. (laughs) It could have been worse. (laughs) All right, Steve. I am going to go with the Nashville Predators and Roman Yossi. Nice pick. Nice pick, Aaron. Damn it. Um,
1: I'll go Philip Forsberg.
0: (laughs) Okay, Ryan Ellis. (laughs) <laughs> oh, i boy. really wanted ryan ellis <laughs> this is not an easy choice um yeah, it who's is. the one goalie that they're hot saros, is it saros? you see yeah. saros i'm going with saros he's my goalie. oh all right i think we're doing damage on keith's mcdavid lo- or mcdavid roster okay my first line is mcdavid and Obi. relax <laughs> damn it he's right <laughs> aaron you get to pick the team. Colorado Avalanche, Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, I can live with that. Miko Rantanen. Ooh, give me Landiscog. I'll take Makar. Wow, that was a very
1: nice Gunners. round to
0: everyone. You're welcome. Okay. I got a th- Landiscog's wing, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. Whoa, is wait, is he? Oh yeah, 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 because um, yeah, McKinnon's center, yeah. Yep. Okay. Hey Keith, what positions do you have left? I've got two wings and 2D. All right. Oh, dang. All right, Keith, you're welcome. Uh, let's go with Columbus. I'll take Seth Jones. Ooh. Um, who is on Columbus still? Uh, all I can think of is Breadman. Um, <laughs> but he's not on that team. Thanks. Thanks. I, uh, <laughs> sure. uh. Uh. uh is Pierre Luke Dubois a center or a wing? He a center. center. Uh oh. Um. Who else is on that roster? Hey, no one say anything. <laughs> Shut your goddamn mouth. Um. Murray. Murray. Ryan Murray. <laughs> Alrighty. I'll see? take Zakharensky. Damn it! Oh, why did I call? Okay. All yes. Right. It worked out. <laughs> Aaron, who are you
1: I'll taking? I'll take Elvis Merlinskins.
0: That's a, that's a
1: bull for
0: anyone. All right. Well, I got such so rounds. Yeah, but all right, Keith, you get your revenge. Who would you, who would you like to draft from? Hmm. Okay. Damn. We should Can have done. Take, sorry, sorry. What? Oh, we should have done an extra position. Cause we're going to get to go through three, but then I won't get to pick another team. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, that's how it goes you know what i will treat everyone i will take the leafs and mitch marner wow
1: mm. <laughs> i'll take morgan riley wait okay. was it not was it not me to go second oh no. Steve. No, it's
0: steve it's steve it's yeah steve? no it is me yeah,
1: I'm after <laughs> okay. After Keith. okay okay i just want to make sure come on now this isn't a treat by the way you're welcome wait hold on <laughs> i have a i have a question Yep. Would we consider Matthews
0: a full-time center or like yes. part-time? Yes, yeah, he he's, he's a full-time he's a center. center. Same with John Tavares. Is uh, Nugent uh, Hopkins considered a full-time center? Actually, <laughs> technically, no. <laughs> okay, that works out. But like in this case, if Matthews, I would consider center, I would consider Nugen a full-time center.
1: He played fifty percent of the time on McDavid's wing. So
0: I mean that's fifty percent, guys. I okay, okay. I say he's a center, Keith. What do you say? Matthews is a center. No, 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 no. Uh, Nugent-Hawkins. Oh, wow, sorry, I am not paying attention. Uh, yeah, I think he's a center. Aaron? Can, I change, can I change my last pick? No. no. Aaron, do like, you think he's a center? Oh, it's two to one. You guys already got it. Oh, okay. yeah, Or it's, it's two going. nothing, so. Gosh. That's all right, I got a pick in case. Uh,
1: I don't like this. I'll go Nylander.
0: Aaron trying really hard not to pick Nylander. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I'll no, take... I mean, it's,
1: yeah, sorry? exactly who you're about to say is who I wanted.
0: Yeah, I'll take Freddy.
1: Steady, Freddie.
0: Um, Steve, Mac. What do you need? Uh, a winger and a defenseman.
1: Okay. Yeah, it'll be hard. Aaron, to get what do you need? Same thing.
0: Keith. Same thing. Wow. Okay. Steve, you need a goalie, right? No, I have Holtby. All right. Oh damn! I got the best goalie. Huh? You're on the clock, Steve. Time's ticking off. I Steve, know. This is your favorite team. Come on. What? I already picked that. I'm picking a new team. Yeah, yeah. He's picking a new team. Oh wow! I am sorry. I'm not with it, boys. As Aaron said, lunch. Oh, okay. <laughs> New oh. York Rangers. I don't. Oh, and I'm taking Panarin. Not... Oh, I'm Steve. Oh, <laughs> uh, Aaron. Uh,
1: okay. You can't take Lafreniere. <laughs> Damn it! That was my question. Okay, I have a secondary question. Technically, I need a defenseman but they're right-handed defensemen. Are we doing left and right, so does no. that not matter?
0: No, 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 just defensemen. Oh,
1: okay. I'll take I'll take Truba.
0: Yeah, I'll take Adam Fox. Uh, so, Zibby, full-time center? Yep. yep. Then I will round out my forward group with Kreider. Not, no, not, not that bad. Alright, and the last or team to be drafted from, Aaron, who are you going with? You should add, wait, wait, before Aaron, before you go, what does everyone yeah. need? I need a winger. 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 Defenseman. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. So pick so a team with two good going. wingers and we can screw Steve. I'm going the Chicago Blackhawks with Patrick Kane. Good answer. Wow. I'll go with the brinquet. Uh Who do they have on D? I do not want the corpse of Keith. Oh, oh I made sure I
1: sewered you guys. No offense. Um, hey, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm happy with what you've done. You've done well.
0: Huh. Who do they have on D? Is um, Slater Cuckoo. Yeah. No, that doesn't sound like a real person. <laughs> he was an 11th overall pick. How dare you? Calvin DeHaan. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with DeHaan. Wow. I definitely
1: missed one guy on purpose, but you're welcome. That's okay. I've accepted my
0: fate. And Steve? Ah. Oh, wow, this second line of mine is really bad. <laughs> um, Brandon Saad. Yeah, I think that was your best available pick, to be honest. Yeah. I should have won with well, only Mata.
1: I, I can, I, I, can I say one thing? What about Dominic Kubulik?
0: <laughs> I forgot about him. Yeah, you Babe, missed the 30-goal yeah. score. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's okay. It happens. Keith yeah. missed For, for Keith, it was Bo- Bokvist. <laughs> I don't know who's 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 who that is. Uh, Bokvist is like still wasn't. a rookie, though, like, and he didn't do much this he, year. Kubalik's a rookie, isn't dead. he? Yeah, but Kubalik had 30 goals. No. Yeah, Bokvist is going to be good. 25. But- Alright, so our roster all right. is all locked in Yes, Keith so, Let's see your roster, what is it? Alright, line one We got McDavid center, Surrounded by Ovi and Landis Cog, And then backing them so, up It's Eric Stahl with Marner and Kreider Defense, things get so. a little shaky here We got Dowdy and Myers on our first line And they will play all of the minutes Because they are backed up by Murray and DeHaan And we got Stahl- <laughs> Wow <laughs> That's a team That is a team. As your GM All right. I guess we'll we'll save our dialogue. Wait, who's your goalie? Soros. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hey, you have a great, like, four forwards. Those are, like, high end. All right, Steve, give us your lineup. All right, so my first line is Unreal with uh, Panarin, Dreisaitl, and Patterson. Uh, Patterson's the center. No, he isn't. I promise he he is. pretty sure he is.
1: He's, He's a full-time center.
0: Well, I messed that up cuz I actually thought he was a winger. Damn. <laughs> oh, All right. Steve. All right. Continue. Continue. We'll take, we'll take We'll no. take No, no, no. We'll take that into consideration in our voting. Uh okay. then I had Skinner, Carter, and Brandon Saad as my second line. Okay, Carter um, can play wing. So, Pedersen can go on your second line and Carter okay. can move up to the wing. God, that's not great. I uh, I'll put Saad up there. He'll be on <laughs> So it's okay. Pan- Panarin, Drysaddle, Saad, Skinner, Pedersen, Carter. Uh, my D is really strong. <laughs> uh, I've got Roman, Yossi, and Zach Wierenski as my top. And then Morgan, Riley, and Kale McCarr as my second. <laughs> okay, yeah, that is good. First. And then my goalies are, my goalie is Holtby. It could be better. Not bad, though. Not bad. Despite the grave mistake you made. Aaron?
1: My first line. Uh, on the left wing, we got Patrick Kane. At center, we have Jack Eichel. On the right wing, we have William Nylander. That's a good line. My second line is Kempe on the left side, McKinnon at center, <laughs> Gorsberg on the right.
0: Okay. My defense McKinnon is, is
1: Hughes. My my defense is Hughes and Carlson is the first pairing. John Carlson. My second pairing is Ethan Baer and Truba with Elvis Merdinkins as the goalie.
0: Wow, that's that's pretty decent. Um, I think my team's a little. More balance, less star power, but overall pretty good. Um, on the top line, you got Dabrinkit with Kopitar and Rantanen. Second is, line is Kopitar a center? Yeah, Kopitar is a oh, center. Oh, wow, sorry. Yeah, I thought Dabrinkit was a center, too. Ignore me. Um, on the second line, you got Oshie with Nugent Hopkins and Brock Besser. On defense, Seth Jones with Ryan Ellis, then young studs Daleen and Adam Fox, and then, then I got Freddie Anderson. But who is your second line again? TJ Oshie, Nugent Hopkins, and Brock Besser. Yeah, it's not bad. It's a decent line. Yeah, it's not. It's not like crazy. I don't have a Pedersen or a McKinnon down there, but or a Marner, frankly. But they're all. They're all good. All right, so let's let's do our voting. Um, you can ask questions, but the only thing is you can't vote for yourself. Okay. He, that Keith, what do you have for what? Do you want everything. He's a Steve uh, McDavid, Ovi Landeskog, Stahl, Kreider, Marner, Doughty, Myers, Murray, DeHaan, Saros. Not voting for Keith. Okay. <laughs> Actually, rank the other three. Go like one, two, three. Aaron, um, what was yours again? Aan Eichel, Nylander,
1: Kempe, McKinnon, Forsberg, Hughes, Carlson, Bear, Truba, Merslinskins.
0: Steve, how uh, yours? Uh, Panarin, Drysital, Carter, or er, sod, Skinner, Pedersen. Uh, Carter, Yosi Makar, Ry- or Yosi Riley McCarr, and Holdby. And Mac, was yours? DeBrinket, Kopitar, Rantanen, Oshie, Nugent, Hopkins, Besser, sure. Seth Jones, Ryan Ellis, Darlene Fox, and Freddie Anderson. All right, I have my my list. I am good as well. As so well. how this will work is uh, when someone gets a a first place vote, you get two points. Second place vote, you get one point third place zero so keith let's see who what is your ranking mac i love the balance to it because it completely differs from what i had so i put you first aaron second steve third wow so mac has two points aaron has one steve i have mac aaron keith wow steve (laughs) okay um aaron
1: i have steve mac keith oh
0: boy sorry keith (laughs) <laughs> it's I have, your
1: defense, Steve.
0: Yeah. It, well, it was Keith's defense that did it for me. Yeah. That was tough, but I have Aaron, Steve, Keith. So the final rankings wow, that's surprising. Mac, first place with five. Aaron, second with four. Steve, third with three. And Keith, despite probably the best duo in the league, gets no points. But that was fun. I think with four people, that was really good. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely a lot more strategy that goes into it uh, let us know if you want to reach out you don't have to but if you want to which team that you thought was best and how Keith uh, screwed up and probably won that thing if he took Warinski instead of Murray this is true <laughs> yeah. I genuinely because then Steve has a lower defense and then you have a better one I think, I think you may actually win on that one but nevertheless we'll move on to the staple of the podcast what everyone likes to make fun of when I say it the trivia trivia So this week for trivia, we are looking back on drafts past. Specifically, these guys, while working as a team, will have to try and figure out each team's highest scoring draft pick between the years of 2007 to 2017. So I don't want them to have to go further back because that becomes kind of obscure at that point. That means that um, unless I'm reading something wrong, which I don't think I am, every single player on this list is active. The question will be, is if they are still on the team. So I will let them know prior to guessing for the team whether they are on the team that drafted them. Are we all kind of comfortable with the, the parameters of the trivia this week? Makes sense. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you have a question, Aaron? Is it like
1: each team per draft?
0: No. So between the decade of 2007 to 2017, yeah. which draft pick was the highest scoring like that a team made? So like, um, okay. and did we d- does like vegas have vegas, a draft pick that's Ve- played? vegas started in the 2017 draft so they did have a someone there <laughs> who's since played let me tell you their point total is not as high as someone like chicago's point total but nevertheless it'll be uh they'll everyone does have an entry okay some of them are going to be easier than others yeah uh i'll say you guys have about 20, 30 seconds per game, okay. Just so we can get through this, let's do it. All right, starting in alphabetical order. Anaheim. Their player does not play on their team.
1: You know what, easier. I'll oh yeah, he know. was
0: he was drafted before two thousand seven. They play in they play in the East as well. I'll give you the conference. Oh one. wait, they were drafted we, before two thousand seven. No, between two thousand seven and twenty seventeen. So the Steve guy Steve had in mind was before, so he had to be corrected. I think this is a shot in the dark, but is it Palmieri? It would have been easier to do this without Keith. Yes. <laughs> Cal Palmieri is Anaheim's highest scoring draft pick from between the years 2007-2017. Is Drafted Cam Fowler in- a close second? Yes. Why do you know this? Go away. I swear you are cheating. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Drafted in 2009. First round, 26 overall, 338 points. Currently a New Jersey double, but actually rumors that maybe he won't be. Ba-ba-ba. Arizona. This player oh, who do does not match? play on their team and plays in the Western Conference. Arizona. Arizona. Oh. Um, my, 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 my Arizona. My Arizona. Arizona. I like that. Nice. Uh, is it... do they take Domi? Were they the ones who took him? They did. Domi's in the East. It's either him or Ekman Larson would be my guess. But it's not on the Arizona Coyotes, right? Oh, Correct. are they currently. So the player's currently in the West? Yeah. Yes. This is former Ottawa Senator Drake, Daltaris. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is just a Keith quiz. Yes, mm. it is Kyle I didn't even Torres. know he was drafted by Arizona. <laughs> third third overall, overall, Steve. Third overall, 2007, 416 points. Ekman Larson is a somewhat close second with 364. Boston. Does not play on their team. Plays in the West. No, no, no. (laughs) It's like 1998. Um, Boston. When was... Oh, Tyler Sagan. Oh, yeah. It's obviously Sagan. It is obviously Sagan, yes. Drafted second overall, 2010, 635 points. Traded him as a rookie because they're brain dead. You guys have not missed a beat. I think I will stop saying the conference. I will still tell you if they're on the team or not, okay? Deal. Buffalo Sabres, yes. Is this going to be as easy as Eichel? It is going to be as easy as Eichel. All right. Um, it is particularly yeah, good close. Um, yeah, it's kind of like the point of this is that, is, it's like, it, sorry, the players drafted between like 2007, 8, 9 are going to have an inherent advantage because they've been in the league longer. Exactly. So the fact that someone in 2015 is your highest scoring forward from is or player. Number, is number two Zemgis Gergensens? No, number two is uh, 2008 first round pick. Tyler Ennis. Oh. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. It would have been cooler if it was Ennis. That was the actual answer. Yeah. But you guys got it. Another, I suppose, layup. Calgary Flames. Yes, they're on the team. Goodrow. It is a Johnny a Goudreau, A 445. I promise it'll get harder. When was uh, he drafted? 2011. In oh. the fourth round. And they had a, a... The other option was Sean Monahan was pretty close. Um, and Michael Backlund actually gave him a run because he was drafted almost five years before. So oh. the Carolina hurricanes, he is not playing for them right now. Uh, when stall was drafted before this, not him. Um, I love Aaron's contribution.
1: I, I know. I think I know the answer. I just want to
0: say it Who's out there.
1: Oh, Josh Skinner.
0: Why do you, Ooh, I like that. Why do you withhold information? If you know,
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's fun. I like seeing people go back and forth. Cause this was, that was a question on one of the other, uh, podcast that we did that I did or I did trivia for it. Not like this, but it was like it had Jeff Skinner and points related and I remember he had a stupid amount of points.
0: Ah, it's not that much, but uh, he is, that is the correct answer. Four hundred and sixty five points, seventh overall in twenty ten. Jeff Skinner is correct. Chicago Blackhawks, they are on the team. Ooh.
1: Patrick Kane next. Yeah.
0: Well over a thousand points. He barely made the cutoff uh two thousand seven first overall. Say. Yeah. He barely made it in. If it actually, if it was, let's say 2008, it was someone like totally different here. Oh
1: like, yeah. Cause he wouldn't have been there. He was a 2007 first overall pick.
0: Yeah. It would have been Brandon sod or, and then Tavo Tara so that could have been pretty interesting. Uh, the Colorado avalanche. No, I no, I don't think it's McKinnon. I think it's, it is, on the team. it's Duchesne. He's got so many more years. Is it Duchesne? In 2009. The Colorado Avalanche drafted both Matt Duchesne and Ryan O'Reilly. Neither Ooh. of them are on the team. They are 1-2 in points with this given category. They are separated by 29 points, and it is Matt Duchesne. Wow. But it should be noted that Matt Duchesne's a negative 90 in his career. So oh, my God. God. Where's McKinnon at? Sorry. So uh, Duchesne it's has fr- 589 uh, points. Um, McKinnon has 495, but he's drafted mm-hmm. four years later. Yeah. McKinnon will take it. Yes. Oh, yeah, big time. Columbus Blue Jackets. No, he is not on their team. Um, they didn't draft Panarin, did they?
1: No, Chicago Panarin
0: wasn't drafted by anyone.
1: Didn't Chicago like no, draft him? A free agent. And not, find him? Uh, okay.
0: not on their team. Um, I'll tell you, it was almost Ryan Johansson who also would have been a tough pick. Oh, uh, oh, is he on? Is he on Philly right now? Yes. Yeah. Okay, wait, wait. Don't say it, Steve. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, Jacob it's... Voracek, yes. Really? Six older, yeah. Seventh oh. overall, 2007, 695 points. Harder yes, you guys are too. not missing a beat. We'll see, we'll, we'll see how this goes. The, it will get a little harder as we go down the list. So, yeah, some of them are hard, some of them aren't. I'm just scared for Audible because I do not know that one. Really? Okay. And I am. But blank. you pull Kyle Paul Mary out of your butt? <laughs> yeah. I actually knew Paul Murray. I wouldn't have gotten Borachek and I wouldn't have gotten Detroit. Who is not? N- hold on. It
1: should be Dallas. <laughs> if going alphabetically.
0: Oh yeah, sorry, uh, Dallas. I had just talked Jamie to them. Ben. Yeah, I had talked to them about it before. They basically guessed it, but I couldn't tell them that they were right. So yes, it is Jamie Ben uh, Klingberg is a close second, but Ben has six hundred and eighty-eight points, fifth round, two thousand and seven. Detroit. He is not on their team. Not. No. I had to check so it. it's not Larkin.
1: Yeah, who my go-to was.
0: Um, oh, uh, I swear to uh, God, his, if you what, what's his name? He's on Montreal. He, it's the alliteration. Tatar. Yeah. Oh, Thomas Tatar. Thomas Tatar is uh, your final answer. Uh, I will don't, I don't know. Sure, Thomas Tatar. Sure, final answer. Uh, yeah, second over or second round, two thousand nine. He is second by one point. To who? Gustav Nyquist oh uh, 348 yes. versus 347 it is that close wow finally they got one wrong thank you detroit for being terrible edmonton oilers aaron you got what definitely what? ethan bear ethan bear yeah if it's not ethan bear then
1: then i'm wow you guys just rip on me there right eh? <laughs> i love how steve you were the first one to say it too and uh the standings resulted in different things i okay? Just just saying
0: Hey guys, remember when we called that Edmonton would get upset in the f- in the play in round by Chicago? Wasn't that fun? It was it great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. Um who David. Was, uh locking that in.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Taylor Hall, five hundred and sixty three points. First overall oh, yeah. twenty ten. Uh Nugent Hopkins kind of sniffs at it. Uh McDavid obviously sniffs at it and Dry does, but Hall is correct. Oh. You guys are back on the train. The Florida Panthers. It's either Huberto or Barkov. Yeah, it's I was going to a tops so. up. Yeah, I I'm good with Huberto. Yeah. Yeah, he recently uh, reset the franchise points 437 in his career Barkov's 407, but he's uh he was drafted 2 years later. So yes, Huberto is correct. Next, the Los Angeles Kings. Ooh, drafted since 2007. Yes. <laughs> yes. Are they on the team? Uh have I been Yeah, I have been saying that. Yes, they are. It's got to be Kopitar, then, right? I don't. I think he was drafted before. I'm, Dustin Brown. No. Would it be
1: Doughty? He had some good years. It, it has to be one of the longer tenure, guys if they're still on the team. Yeah, I'm good with. It's, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm good with Doughty. Or, I don't yeah. know if Kopitar was drafted in though. He was I'm not confident in that.
0: I think Kopitar was a bit earlier because it's the same year that the Senators took the infamous Brian Lee before him. And I think that was prior to 2007. So I'm good with Dowdy. Cop- er, er, Dowdy. Okay, let's go with Dowdy. Okay. Anse Kopitar was drafted 11th overall in 2005. So yes, Drew Doughty by three points is number one. Uh, he has 502. Wayne Simmons.
1: Ooh. Oh. 2007
0: second overall, 499. It was very close. But yeah, you guys got Doughty. Congratulations.
1: Minnesota Wild. Wait, maybe. sorry, I want second overall? 11th. No, no, Wayne Simmons, you said he was second oh. overall?
0: No, I said second round. Okay. Did I if I said second overall, well then I meant second round. My my deepest apologies. Okay.
1: okay, okay. No, I was just I was like, "Whoa. Yeah, you're
0: being you're, you're being combative. Minnesota, you know, Hi. they're well-known for drafting players. Um still on the team? No. That does not help. Um
1: Nico Cuevo. No, he's way older. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, we forgot. Um, congratulations on your career in Minnesota, Miku Koivu. It was so hard to tell if he was actually retiring or if he was just not being signed by Minnesota. But I think he's just not signing in Minnesota, or Minnesota's just not signing him. He's gotta yeah. be getting up there. He's been in the league like oh yeah, he's he's old. Years. Yeah, no, he's definitely old. But it was I just found the press com- or the press release so weird because they were like congratulating him, and I'm like, he's n- I didn't see a retirement thing. So I think they're just not signing him. But either way, yes, uh, it's definitely not him. Thank you for stalling, because I still have no idea. Uh, what <laughs> I'm a nice guy. Not on the team. Not on. They the team. they recently traded. traded. It, the uh, was that was a fan. jumble of words. So. He
1: was recently traded.
0: Oh, is Aaron? Is he it named? Jason Zucker? No. Oh, that's
1: who I thought it was.
0: Is it? <laughs> that's who I thought. Okay. Yeah, I'm good with that. Um, uh, Jason. Zucker uh, has 255 points. Was drafted in the second round in 2010. Behind first round pick, ninth overall, Mikhail Granland with 352. Oh. Yeah. So you guys missed two of the worst teams in the league. So that's good. Oh, it's gimmies. Montreal. No, he isn't on the team. But they've traded everyone. So in who's case you It could be. Nippy Paceretti. Oh. Yeah, when has- was he drafted, though? um know. yeah he is old there's um what about galchenyuk yeah i don't know no patch was drafted the same year as suban i think it's gonna be patch all right patch Patchetti. it is yes 554 points six 763 games uh yeah not uh he's he's only up on suban 2007 sorry uh first round 22nd overall um he's only up on suban by like 150 points so that actually was a little closer than uh
1: didn't they take McDonough that draft too? Yeah, that was a good overall draft, overall.
0: draft. Yeah, and they had that's Yannick great. Weber, who, you know, like he does stuff, so that's good. <laughs> um, Nashville Predators. On the team? Yes. Yossi? No. No, I don't think it'd be Yossi. They wow. don't have a lot of high scoring people. Huh. Arvidsson? Could it be. Wouldn't be Seth Jones because he's gone. I want to say Arvidsson. <sighs> Yossi was drafted, what, 2008 or 9? Yeah, I think, I think the longevity is going to give it to him here. But well, when was Arvidsson? Guess, draft?
1: Hold, hold on, what are we debating? Like who's played there longer?
0: No, who has more points? <laughs> uh, yeah, but like you know the trivia thing.
1: <laughs> right, we're doing that.
0: But since yossi has been there forever, he might get it. Maybe. But I don't think Arvidsson's got the tenure, and he's not like a monster point getter, right? So. All right, let's go with uh, Yoshi. Underrated player that could have been picked. Craig Smith. Oh, yeah. is it him? No, it's no. Joe. <laughs> second round, thirty eighth overall, four hundred and thirteen points. Craig Smith is second though, um, with his category three hundred and thirty points. So, good job, guys. New Jersey Devils. Uh, Let's see. He is not on the team. Adam Larson. Yeah, I'm good with Larson. Are you guys locking that in?
1: No, good.
0: Because <laughs> uh, Damon um, Severson has outscored him.
1: That's enough. Proud of you. <laughs> Um, Dan Severson.
0: No, he's not on the team. Oh, so has Jack Hughes put up that many numbers yet? I don't know. Um, Oh, he had a rough year. Yeah, he did. He had more negative than points. He was a negative twenty-six. Oh boy! I mean, I think plus minus is stupid, but it is something to be considered. How many strikes do we have? Uh, No strikes. Well, like like you have one guess per per team, but Uh, is Adam Henrique even in the league anymore? Yeah, he's with. He's uh, got that massive contract with, uh, with Anaheim. 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 That Anaheim. That Do you, you want to go? In. go in. I'm down for that.
1: On New just, was he drafted there? Yeah, I'm down for Henrik.
0: Are, are we? Are we locking that in? Sure. Final answer: Adam Henrik. Did you guys know that Alexander Kerfoot was drafted by New Jersey?
1: I did uh, not. <laughs> yeah,
0: but yeah, it's Adam Henrik. <laughs> <laughs> 378 points, third round, 2008. Well done, you guys are still rolling. Only two wrong. New York Islanders, gentlemen.
1: Matthew Barzell.
0: Yeah. I'm good with Barzell. Logging that one in.
1: I don't know. I don't know anybody else they've drafted that's actually played besides so Joshua but- saying
0: Tavares? Th- 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 Oh! Oh! Obviously, it's to Steve, it! I tried. I, 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 t- I tried. I tried to lock it in. I couldn't tell if they were being serious. <laughs> oh.
1: I, just, I just associate him as a leech now. I don't think of those days.
0: Steve, why you you would have ruined the best bit ever? Oh yeah. It's Thanks, the Steve. Best. First overall. So sure it's not Matt, <laughs> Matt Barzell doesn't even beat Ryan Strom. Oh. That's is Ryan
1: Strom the final answer.
0: <laughs> you got it. All right. New York Rangers no he is not on the team. Alexi Lafreniere. I mean
1: that's a maybe. good answer.
0: Not on the team. Yeah, he's tied with Steve with Adam Tambellini and <laughs> Tyler Nain and Daniel w- uh, Walcott and He's also and, tied with me. Yes. Thanks Steve. Good job, Steve. Um, Wait, he
1: is or is not on the team?
0: Not. Is he on Columbus? I'm not going to answer that. What? <laughs> I th- what? I think it's Derek Stepan. Oh, that's a good one. And okay, Derek Stepan's in Derek Arizona. Not on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, my my memory is fantastic. <laughs> Derek Stepan. Are that's we fair logging fair. that one in? Are we? No.
1: I was going to say J T. Miller. Ooh. I don't know. Keith's good at this. Go with Keith. <laughs>
0: Are we locking that in? I was agreeing with you on Barzal like two seconds ago, so like, don't go I, think you, I think I don't you should go. go with the guy who pointed out that Tavares was an Islander. Steve, what do you think? <laughs> I'm going to go with Stepan. Stepan is locked in, and Stepan is correct. 479 points. I didn't even know he had that much. Second round pick, 2008. Uh, Chris Kreider and JT Miller both over 300 they were good they would have been good guesses as well I was leaning a little bit Kreider but yeah I'm glad the Ottawa Senators no he's not on the team but no one's oh, on the team anymore I feel Is it like it's 50 in 07 no he wasn't drafted by them he was, he, he, he was in 03 yeah but he's um,
1: 50 07
0: I want to say Stone Stone feels like a safe choice to me but I'm not 100% any any input here? he yeah. <laughs> suggests I mean, on his own um, no,
1: I, I want Keith to try and get this. He's the Ottawa guy.
0: <sighs> oh, obviously it's Carlson. What am Yay. I doing? It's Carlson. <laughs> i was Yeah, I was like, when you said earlier that you didn't know the Ottawa one. I'm like, are you sure? I, I keep forgetting. I'm trying to black, block it out. Just let me be, all right? Yes, it is Eric Carlson. 300 more than, than Stone. He has 693 or 603. I forget. I had a, he's I had got, a crumb on my phone. He's paper. also got, like, how many years on Stone still? Uh I think it's only two or three actually. Yeah, Stone was, was actually three, yeah. He didn't Stone wasn't league until a bit later. Yeah, because he was a he was a fourth rounder, so I think sixth. oh okay. Um uh, well, like, it was him and Hoffman that are both taken super late. Oh you're, so you're right, you're Let's right. Let's go. Is he a sixth Okay, um Philadelphia Flyers. Uh he is not. Uh, yes he is on the team. Is it Giroux? Um, I'll let you guys figure out if you want to lock that in while I check. When Stone was taken? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I can't think it of anyone who would be other than Giroux, yeah. He was a six-round pick. Nice. Um, uh, what are we talking about? Flyers.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry.
0: Um,
1: Giroux seems like the safe answer, yeah.
0: Locking it in, gentlemen. Let's do it. Giroux with 815 points would have been it if this extended to 2006. Oh! oh. Instead. Travis Sanheim first round he's actually kind of high up there you you wouldn't believe Um, (laughs) second overall 2007 James Van Reemstijk oh JVR 481 (laughs) points that's why I quickly said no and then I had to like retrace because I'm like oh wait he is there now finally they've missed three keep track at home and then pick on them if you want Pittsburgh this is This is so unbelievable! (laughs) Like it can't be Crosby. You guys won't like. You actually won't believe me.
1: It has to be Gensel.
0: Yeah, hang.
1: No, no, no. Because Latang's older. He's two thousand three or four or five. He's like in the hey, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Hi.
0: He's not on the team.
1: Oh, he's not on the team. (sighs) Yeah,
0: Yeah. you guys aren't gonna believe this. If you when was when was the younger stall drafted?
1: Jared. Jordan. Uh. He was like in the hot sequence cool. of years. He was like 0-4, 0-5. because it was Flurry oh three Stall 4 Crosby oh five Malkin. Let no me six. just
0: say it was uh, it was ov oh four.
1: Yeah, it was because it was, was ov
0: Malkin 0-4, Then Crosby
1: 0-5. I, I know it was 0-4 in a row. I don't know the order.
0: I I don't think it's Jordan Stahl. I think he's outside of the range here. I think he's oh six. Um, did we get a conference? No. No. What about... You know what? Sure. East. Matt I was going to say... Matt <laughs> I was going to say Olimata, but he's not East anymore. He's a defenseman, too. That would be hard. Kasperi Kapanen. On the team. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> <I got you. laughs> Honestly, I think we're... I, I got nothing.
1: Can he use a call a friend?
0: No. Can I call Max? What do you think? Mac's unavailable. He's hosting a podcast. Yeah, I Can I, I keep on please? coming back to... Brian Rust, is he still on the team? Yeah. Should we call it? And do you guys suspend your disbelief for what is the most shocking answer in this whole quiz? Let's call it. Yeah. Oh, in the fifth round of 2007, defenseman and Toronto Maple Leaf Jake Muzzin is oh their highest God. scoring draft pick Wait, between what? these years. I am not kidding. No, 252 no, kidding. points. No one else. Brian Rust has 170. Um, Olimata 124, Jake Gensel 200, and that's then they haven't point. had a player make the NHL since 2015 with Sprong and Dominic Simone. They wow, have is done. What about no, Gensel? Gensel has 200 points. Oh my god, he hasn't played enough. So Jake, I didn't Muzzin even know Muzzin was drafted. By is them. their highest scoring <laughs> draft pick? <as> <laughs> well, that's partially because they haven't drafted like first round picks in like. Like, once in the last, like, five years. <laughs> See, but, like, that would be true. But in 2007, they had a first. 2009, a first. 10, a first. 11, a first. 12, two firsts. Who were these firsts? Okay. Um. It was... Hold on. Um, 2007, Angelo Esposito never played a game. Uh, 2009, da- Simon Dupre. I mean, he played a bit. 2010, Bo Bennett. He played a bit. Joseph Morrow played a bit in 2011. Derek Pouliot and Olimada and then Capitan. Yeah. So, yeah, that was Pittsburgh. Uh, moving on. Wait,
1: Kapanen was their last first round pick.
0: Yeah. No. No. Uh, well, San, uh, in 2019 they had one. All right, San Jose guys. Oh, would it be Couture?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm going to. Automatically. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, fine. I mean, fine. 546 points, ninth overall, 2007. Yeah, it's Couture. You guys are no fun. Moving on, St. Louis. You guys didn't even let me say if he was on the team or not. You're a Sanko? <laughs> uh Peron. Uh-
1: <laughs> I think it's David Peron.
0: Guys, I think it's David Peron. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: recovered from the Islanders <laughs> bit. This is now the best bit. <laughs>
0: David Prong, final answer. (laughs) Mac, are you there? (laughs) David Prong drafted in the first round, 26 overall, 2007. He has 550 points. All right, the Tampa Bay Lightning. All righty. Stamkos. Stamkos. Stammy. Okay, Stamkos. Yep. Toronto Maple Leafs. Matthews. Mitch Barter. Yes. I'm going to defer to you guys on this one. Mitch Barter. Mitch
1: Barter. Or William Schneilander.
0: No. Yeah, Mitch Marner. Okay. Uh, drafted seventh overall in 2009. Nazem Kadri. Three points. Wow. The Leaf fans don't know anything about the Leafs. I've been adding some <laughs> <time>. Okay. <laughs> um, the Vancouver Canucks.
1: Um, Elias Patterson. No.
0: What year was he drafted again? It was pretty like recent. Two like years two years ago.
1: Two, years ago. He was drafted three years ago. This before.
0: goes all the way back to 2007. Yeah. I mean, time. Bo Horvat. He's been in the league a while. Yeah, that seems fair. Yeah, I'm gonna is he on? Go. Wait, is he on the team? Maybe. Yeah, you have to tell us. Yes, <laughs> it's Bo Horvat. If, if this was stretched back one year to two thousand six, Michael Grabner would have beaten him by one point. Ah, uh, but yeah, Bo Horvat, ninth overall, first round, two thousand thirteen, two hundred seventy five points. Good for you. He's a negative sixty five. Wow. Damn. All right, the Vegas Golden Knights. No, he's not on the team.
1: <laughs> Nick Suzuki.
0: Nick Suzuki with forty-one points drafted oh, overall. Dude. Yep, he is first. All right, Washington Capitals. We got two more to go, guys. Uh, Kuznetsov. Yeah, that makes sense. Are we locking this in, Steve? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it could be Forsberg. They picked him. Ooh, they did. But does he have more than Kuznetsov? I don't know.
1: He was traded uh, for Merton. You're at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, hey,
0: thanks, Peter McGuire. I think I, I think Forsberg has been around longer. Yeah, I'm good with either of those. I think it's... Nashville's never a high-scoring team. I'm going to say Kuznetsov. Yeah, let's do Kuznetsov. Kuznetsov was drafted in 2010 in the first round. Philip Forsberg was in 2012 in the first round. Oh. But what you guys neglected to remember is that John Carlson was drafted in 2008 in the first round. 478 points, almost 100 over Kuznetsov, who is second. And let's do this. Finish strong, even though you guys have missed half of the last four. Who is the highest scoring Winnipeg draft pick, pick. from between 2017 and 2007?
1: 2007,
0: or Would it be right. Ehlers? Is he above mining? No, No, Shifley. It's got to be
1: Shifley.
0: Shifley. Yeah. yeah, Shifley, seventh Seven. overall 2011, 444 points is second. You guys whiffed so hard at the end. You tried to rush it and you guys missed the second Kane. Evander Kane, fourth overall in 2009. Oh. No, 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 no. He's
1: technically an Atlanta
0: draft pick. <laughs> oh. I like that. I like that. And <laughs> I am muting Aaron. He actually is muted. If you go into the Zoom call, I have muted. <laughs> he actually is. All right, Aaron, you're unmuted. Wait, are you? I'm trying. No, to. he's still muted.
1: <laughs> I have no. the choice to stay muted or unmute.
0: Ah, good. Well, Well, no, it is Evander Kane, and that counts as a Winnipeg draft pick. So you guys ended up missing seven after starting off quite strong, but that's all right. Let us know how you did if you want. You don't have to as well. But thank you very much for listening. Uh, Check out our episodes. I'm not going to say Monday, because they kind of come out early in the week, just at some point in that area. Does anyone have anything they'd like to add? I'd like to thank David (laughs) Perron.
1: Vander Kane was an Atlanta draft pick. Watch your hands.
0: Watch Keith Sands. Ryan Murray is an elite defenseman. John Tavares <laughs> was a New York Islander and has somehow mystifyingly outscored Matt Barzell despite being drafted seven years ahead of him. It's wild.
1: And Calvin DeHaan, elite defenseman.
0: Thank you. And, Elias uh, Pedersen, known winger. Steve, <laughs> I'm expecting a FedEx with the crown for that segment that you had previously had, but now it's mine. Is it crown? Yeah it's a it's an imaginary crown but i expect you to actually send an empty package please um no and with that we end the episode thanks so much for listening catch us on uh, spotify our website apple podcast all that fun stuff and uh yeah have a great day au revoir be sure to check us out at getofftheice.com follow us on twitter and instagram at getofftheice.